Everybody and welcome back to Parks and Recollection. I am the, well, as some have said, shockingly good-looking co-host, Jim O'Hare. That, that's what they've Who said. Who has right? said that? Well, my mother, well, she's been gone a while, but I, I, I've read some things online. Yeah, because you've been asking me to do it, but you've, you haven't paid me for that. <laughs> I have not paid you, but would it be that tough to say, Jim, damn, you are just so good-looking, it's hard to sit across from you? Or That's pretty tough. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes, I am Jim O'Hare, better known as Jerry, Larry, Gary, Terry, or Barry. Five names, crazy from Parks and Rec, with and I'm I'm Greg, better known. I, I guess I'm Greg. <laughs> You're just Greg. I'm just Greg. That's it. It's kind of boring compared yeah. to you. Well, in many ways. Let's tell people listening who's here with us because this is very exciting because we're boring compared to who's we with are. us today in this studio. We are. Um, Jim, we are joined by a very special guest today. She's an actress, a writer, a director. In 2021, 2021. You know, the year. The year. Uh, mm-hmm. While we were all sitting on the couch, she directed two feature films, Language Lessons and Plan B. She has been in everything from Spider-Man to the, Into the Spider-Verse to Santa Clarita Diet to Bojack Horseman, The Morning Show, The New History of the World Part Two, which I am supremely jealous of. I pretty much yeah, want to do an entire episode about that. That's huge. Uh, Parks fans know her and love her as Lucy Cento Domingo, Pawnee's favorite bartender, graduate student, and eventual manager of Tom's Bistro, but we know her as Natalie Morales, and she's sitting right across the table from us. Hello, yeah. Natalie. Hello. Truly, we are like so excited when the word got out you were going to be here. Oh, I'm lot so of excited. A lot oh, of rumblings. Yay. And, and, and I know you, by the way, as Jim, the super good looking guy sitting across from me. So. Finally. But you've been paying me. Like he has Thank been paying you, me Natalie. since yeah, yeah, yeah. about you. 2007. Yeah. I mean, it's so obvious. I don't know why. Oh, it's I like know. pulling teeth. It's one of those things. We are talking not just about Jim's looks, but we're talking about the episode End of the World written by Mike, Mike Shore. Yay. It's one of my favorite episodes of the series, I think. Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Directed by Dean Holland. Dean Holland. <laughs> That's his ringtone. No, I um, love Dean. I love Dean. It originally Dean's aired on November 3rd, 2011. And Jim, can you blurb us? Tell us a little bit about what this episode's about. Natalie, I do the blurbs. Get ready. This okay, is great. I, I put a lot into this. God, does that mean that was already 12 years ago? That's well, insane. Hold on. Let me just see if I can get is the Is that same terrifying? Map. That's yeah. awful. This whole thing is. Yeah, my math checks out. <laughs> it's very it's sad. Uh, okay, a blurb. A cult called The Reasonableist predicts that the end of the world will happen the next day at dawn. Tom throws a party to close down Entertainment 720, an end of the world party. And Andy and April decide to complete as much of Andy's bucket list as they can. And Leslie gets jealous when another woman is interested in her Ben. Shauna Malway tweep. You know this Shauna is a... Shauna Malway tweep. Tweep. She's back. <laughs> another make sure thing is just the names. The names yeah. are yes. always so yes. good. Yes, yes, yes. Many fans feel this is, is, it's the perfect episode. It's easily one of the most loved in the entire series. You I've agree? heard that many times. Yeah. Me too. Me yeah, too. Definitely. There's so much going on. Every character gets a nice little little hug. Yeah. It's a surprise appearance for me, I think. It's yeah. a real it's a yeah. real reveal. It yeah. is a reveal. Yeah. yeah. It's a Natmo and, reveal. And actually, I'm gonna tell you guys something. I wrote this down. As I get older, I do find that I'm getting more sentimental in life. Just mm-hmm. I don't know. I am. 
And there were two moments in this show, and we'll, I won't say them now we'll, okay. as we get to them, that got me a little like, oh, a little, a little, mm. uh, a little emotional. Yeah. yeah, I know one of them. I bet I know one of them. Oh, cool. Yes, because I think it makes everybody emotional. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm anxious to see if you have what I have yeah. here. We should do some nopes and notes, which is our very clever way of saying some fun facts. Great. Um, fun fact, nopes note, the actor who plays Herb Scafer, the leader of The Reasonableist, is Robert Pine, Chris Pine's real-life dad. Mm. Robert Pine also plays Jim Halpert's dad on The Office. Wow. Yep. And he also has a fashion and style blog called Looking Pine. That's I not true. Must oh god! I was true. like, so I sorry. must look that That's up the second. I get out of this. Stop the show and get us a computer. Right we now. should give him that idea though. Yeah, That's no, I know. great. It's a problem because he, he needs to do that. Um, <laughs> another fun thing. Um, I think it's funny we act like the term bucket list has been around forever, but in fact, it, that's not the it's case. It's from the movie. It's from a movie, The Bucket mm-hmm. List. In There was a Wall Street Journal column in May 2015 where the Vocabulary.com editor Ben Zimmer and word researcher Hugo Van, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, it looks like it's lemonade but with a K, so I'm going to go with Keminade. <laughs> <laughs> my my apologies to you, sir, word researcher. Kamenad. <laughs> it determined that originated with the movie. So we have showbiz and Hollywood to thank for that. This well, is... what's great is that we have actually a, a lot to talk yes, about. Yes, we do. This is a big in show. This episode. We're going to jump into our synopsis. We like nope a... puns. Oh, okay. Synopsis. I was like, is yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, actually submitted by a listener. Synopsis. Synopsis. Great. Um, so let's start the episode. Yes. The reasonableists, a Pawnee doomsday cult that worships a giant lizard god known as Zorp, the surveyor, predicts the world is going to end. Herb Scafier, the cult's current leader, played by Papa Bear Pine, will host an all-night vigil in a park, and Chris offers that he and Ben will join Leslie in monitoring them. Meanwhile, Tom and John Ralphio's company, Entertainment 720, officially goes under, so they throw one final epic party since their lease isn't up until the next day. Also, April and Andy decide to do something weird and check items off of Andy's bucket list. That one, uh, that, that, that one at the end, that line about Andy and April's bucket list, it feels tacked on, but it makes sense, right? Because of this idea of like, it's the end of the world. The end of the yeah. world, What yeah. would you do if, yeah. it, if your time was limited? And he's like, I got these things I want to do. It's my bucket list. So let's do some of the bucket lists. And list. the fact that Andy would have a bucket list, that he would ever put thought into writing it down, yes. pretty crazy. Well, it's on like uh, it's on like six different kinds of crumpled oh, sheets of paper. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Fantastic. It's a work yeah. in progress. It's yeah. definitely a yeah, yeah. work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, we're talking about it. So let's talk about it. The list, Andy's bucket list. I wrote it down. Catch the winning touchdown at the Super Bowl. Make the most amazing grilled cheese sandwich ever. Win the lottery. Ride a unicycle. Invent something. Remake the Shaquille O'Neal movie Kazam and get it right. Go skydiving. Outrun a hippo. Fly first class on a plane. And when people are walking by, be all smug. Change a cell phone plan, which, by the way, I need to do. Hold $1,000 cash in his hands. Teach his son to throw the perfect spiral. And have of course, son. have a son. <laughs> exactly. Have a son. On a side note, go to when this episode's over, not now. Go to YouTube and check out the bloopers. Because Pratt, during his reading of this list, does a fart blooper Ugh. that is so disgusting and so funny. I'm, it, it's, he killed me. He literally says... I have pooped myself on television. Like there's this, inc- oh yes, <laughs> there's this incredible ten second it's flatulence. Yeah, yeah. And then he mentions, "I've just pooped myself on television." Yeah. I wondered yeah. when I saw. I refreshed myself by watching it this morning, and I wondered if he always had the best ad libs that he mm, would throw best. in there. 
And I wondered if the last line of the show was an ad lib because it seemed like a very Chris Pratt ad lib. The when they're at the, the uh, faces yes. of the Grand Canyon, I think it's not an ad lib. I mean, it's great. It's, it's great. just so written for him. Yes. If not, that, yeah. it, that yeah. you know. I have to say, it's one of my favorite moments it's, in the series. Me too. It's one of yeah. the funniest moments because it's not just Pratt's line where all the faces looking at the Grand Canyon. It's April's. Yeah. Her, it's Aubrey's look. look yeah. Yes. Like, wait, what? Did you honestly not know where we were going? Yeah. Also, look at it. It's amazing. Yeah. I also, the it. idea that like he didn't mean this. He meant Mount Rushmore. Yeah. yeah. This whole time, we could have driven the just driven direction. 30 hours. Yeah, yeah. And he is blown away. Yeah. yeah. But, but it is no, not no faces. what was on the bucket list. So brilliant. Um, so. So while well, we start also with Leslie, you know, we have this end of the world thing going on and uh, life is good. You know, Leslie loves good press. And Sean Amalway Tweep was there. Sean is uh, asking Ben some questions. And Leslie ain't having it. Yeah. She's yeah. not having it. It yeah. She's yeah. Tough. refresh my memory what happened. She was running for 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 city council. So That's she was right. like, I can't be dating one of my coworkers right. in order to do this. So they right. so they separate. Right. It's and it's a won't they part of the of the season. Right. We're yeah. in the yes. will they it doesn't seem like they will. Yeah. It doesn't feel like and also Chris Traeger has a rule, right, about um dating in the dating office. In the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do Especially it. from a manager or someone that you, you know, uh manage subordinate. And so, a subordinate. Um, and an insubordinate kind of yes. a thing. So, yeah, they're not together. What's amazing about Shauna being here is that not only is she back, but she's back to flirt with not only another city employee. Yeah, Shauna gets around. The, oh, the, the Shauna whole... gets around. <laughs> but it's a city employee. Which, by the way, played by Allison Becker, who we Incredible. love, love, love Allison. Yes. Yeah. But it's a city employee that Leslie has an interest in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's She has a very, very specific type. Only Leslie's. Only yeah. Leslie's city employee crushes. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Sean? I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, Zorp. Okay. <laughs> Hail Zorp. Hail first Zorp, of, all. of course. Yes. Um, so this freaky cult used to run Pawnee, um, and now these are these dwindling numbers, and they only exist every few years when they think that Zorp is going to destroy the earth. And I love this fact. This is a Mike Shore classic that the founder of the cult is a guy, another great name, Lou Prozodovich. So Prozodovich, Lou Prozodovich was an office supply salesman and he wrote a book, Organize It, which was a big success. And then he wrote Organize It to Engage with Zorp and a cult was born. It is interesting when you think about it. It's familiar. It. Yeah. It's oh, a little, I don't know what we're talking about. It's yeah. a little familiar. It's here. familiar. Yeah. yeah. We are a country easily absorbed into cults. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also yeah. a city. Yeah. 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 Directly across the street from, you know, a children's hospital. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love when he comes in to tell Leslie, that it's, you know, she knows. She, she sees him. She knows what's going on. Oh, and yeah. he says to her, the world is going to end tomorrow at dawn. And Leslie, ah, oh, nuts. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. I mean, she's just, you, you know. You don't say. You don't say. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the episode when he's like, uh, it's actually going to end six months from now on this day. And she's like, can't do it that day. And he's like, what about the day after yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think let me just carry the two. I carry the yeah. two wrong. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is tomorrow. Yeah. There's some yeah. ice cream something happening the yeah. day before. Maybe yeah. I can stick around for that. Yeah. Yeah. So this this opening of the of this show has uh, so much because not only do, do we introduce an entire cult and the whole premise of the end of the world, Tom has his company and your character Lucy knows Tom well, mm-hmm. uh, former flame, former yes. uh, romantic duo. Yeah, um, Tom is pitching that he and John Ralphio throw one last party with everything they have left in the company. Right, Do because I- at the end, at the top of the yes. episode, they are cleaning out. Yeah, they've gone, they've gone bankrupt. Yeah. They've, they've gone run it into the ground. Yeah. But we did learn a couple of things. Yeah. One thing that I asked in a previous episode, because I'm very inquisitive, this is 
almost like 60 minutes, Natalie, just so you know. Okay. Where was all this money coming from? Well, apparently they had Mm $450,000. I mean, yes, I'm not saying that's not a lot of money, but not for the money they were spending. No, and also, you know, speaking of that, I think Mike Scher's a great writer, as we've established, and and I didn't notice this at the time, but at the beginning of this episode, they're like, we have $5,000 each. We have (laughs) $10,000. Let's throw the party of a lifetime. And then the party that they throw is considerably yes, more expensive yes. than considerably $10,000. So more I don't know if it was just 2011 money is so different <laughs> no. than today that I don't even remember that or that Pawnee, Indiana is so incredibly cheap uh, to live that you can get a tiger for a party for like $3. I, but Yes, I thought about the exact same thing. I, yes. There's a shrimp wall. Yes. Right? And I'm thinking, actually, I think that in Pawnee, Indiana- That an NBA player- It's still being paid. Roy Hibbert or Deadless yeah. whichever one is still being Roy paid Hibbert. on Hibbert, retainer. Yeah. Yeah. The sh- I mean, even a shrimp wall, the shellfish must the be shrimp. more expensive in Indiana <laughs> if this were on the coast. Right. What a specific- it's landlocked. Sh- how yeah, is this- Totally 10, landlocked. Is this a $10,000 party and how do they do it and who's the party planner? Because we need these tips. Yeah. At the very end, they're valeting. If you've had too much to drink, take one of the, you know, we'll, we'll get you home yes. and then we'll valet your car back to your house. Yes. Yes. That alone is $10,000. Yes. Usually, yes. Mike has, logic is his yeah. strong suit. Yeah. And then this episode, <laughs> yeah, that I particular agree. money yeah, part yeah, was yeah. like, Very conspicuous. I want to talk about something that Leslie is excited to be forced to hang out with Ben this uh, uh, the night of the end of the world, right? So at this point, she wants to be with him. They want, I think, they want to be with each other. But every time they attempt to have some kind of a friendship uh, outside. It's, it's harder and harder. So she's excited. She gets to be with Ben at the end of the world night. And Ben says he's probably going to duck out early since it's weird still between them. Jim talked about a newspaper reporter, Shauna Malway, Tweep interviews Leslie, Chris, and Ben about the vigil. And Shauna shows a romantic interest in Ben. She has a type. Leslie panics and tries to dissuade Shauna. Dissuade Shauna. Dissuade Shauna. I can do it, guys. I can say that. Leslie it's, it's panics. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Shauna, I know it's tough. Dissuade Shauna. Dissuade Shauna. Yeah. Dissuade Shauna. You got it. Great. Sounds like an 80s band. Um, it's a great name. <laughs> Leslie panics and I tries. call it. I call it for copyright. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's weird. In case he wants to start a band. Just in case. What <laughs> the hell's going know. on I'm here? I'm going to use it for whatever. It's mine. <laughs> Leslie panics and tries to dissuade Shauna from asking him out, but then Anne and Leslie witness Shauna flirt with Ben and ask him to join her in Entertainment 720's party, which is in full swing at the time. Ron and Herb help Chris learn more about the reasonableness, interesting beliefs. Um, okay, tiny moment worth mentioning. Let's jump into the party at Entertainment 720. As Tom is walking through, showing all the things that they've set up, uh, uh, he passes by Jean Ralphio dry humping a couch in the makeout room. Yes, I loved that. <laughs> it is so, it made me laugh so, so much. So hard. Yeah. It's yeah. little things like that that you forget when you remember the story, but you forget these little moments that are thrown in. Is and that I, a Jean Raphael improv bit or was that, that was scripted? I read the script. I don't think that's in the script. And that really feels like it's just Ben Schwartz knows being, his character for at this it. point. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, what am I going to be doing here? I just realized what a missed opportunity to not have Detlef Shrimp be the shrimp wall God guy. damn it. Uh, Let's reshoot. Maybe they just couldn't yes. get him. Yeah, we Dead should reshoot him. Yeah. He might, I wonder if he, he'd say, I don't want to do it. That's a joke on my name and Maybe. I already have a weird Maybe name. Maybe he just yeah. had a, better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I also really love this running gag that the reasonableists have of when they keep buying things from Ron and they keep and saying, like, like hey. will you take a check? <laughs> it's so, I, I mean this in the best way, it's so stupid. 
And it's, it's the, it's like this, they are so aware of the fact that they're oddly weird and crazy, but for them, they're the normal people. Mm -hmm. Like, will you take a check? Because tomorrow, you know, your whole capitalist society doesn't matter because the end of the world will have happened. I love that Ron's only there to make some money and, and, and play a little flute. Yeah. Like beautiful, beautifully. Flute. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Which is funny. We never, there's never any talk of him flute playing in the future, right? No. That's, that's one and done. I think it's a one and done. you just yeah. assume Ron can do anything everything. and everything. Yeah. Anything and everything, yeah. And I like that um, he plays Symphony for the Righteous Destruction of Humanity in E Minor by Lou Prezodovic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Lou was busy after he wrote Organize it. He's like, I have come up with an idea for religion. I'm writing a book. I wonder who wrote that actual piece of music. I wonder where that comes that's from. That's a great question. Yeah. I was just like, was, was it open? Was it Gabby Moreno? That'd be great. Um, I have no idea. Gabby Moreno wrote the theme song for Parks right. and Rec. I just know that because I know her. Do you really? really? She scored uh, my movie Language Lessons. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. And they, I met her at a Parks and Rec rap party. I was going to say, she yeah. played the rap party. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, look at that. Look at this, Parks and Rec mm-hmm. connection. Parks yeah. and Rec connection. Yes. I'm sorry. Parks and Rec connection. I'm really, really, really sorry for that. When yeah. I watched um, that episode of The Last of Us, I just imagined that that was Ron Swanson. Like, cause it, it was <laughs> like, it is just like, he's just like a, the Nick, Nick, yeah, the yeah, Nick play. yeah, he played yeah. like this, like survivalist yeah. dude. And I was like, yeah. that's just some alt version of Ron Swanson. Which yeah. I don't oh, know if so it's funny. worth getting yeah. into all that, but yeah. God bless you, Nick Offerman. You nailed The Last of Us. Oh yeah. He's incredible. Oh, I mean, he's damn. incredible in everything. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's just like that character was a survivalist, yeah. like do yes. it all guy that knew how to do everything. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is just like Ron Swanson 2.0. The show's great. Back yeah. to great us. In it. Check yeah. that out if you can. Um, okay. Let's keep going with our synopsis because there's so much story left. So much. Um, Leslie is still desperate to keep Ben close by and away from Shauna. So she makes him join her in seeing an interesting Pawnee site, as she says. In reality, she just drives in circles and ends up at an abandoned gas station. Ben sees through Leslie's plan and doesn't appreciate her attempts to interfere with his life, reminding her that she was the one who decided they needed to break up. Tough stuff. Poor Leslie. Tough she stuff. really likes this guy. Yeah. You can tell chemistry between two actors, two characters, when they're actually when they're not together, right? You don't, it's not just like the lovey-dovey stuff. It's the fact that I can see how much you have this bond that you want to be with this person, but you can't. And I think that she plays that that longing. Very, very well. Mm-hmm. I also like Adam as playing Ben just is so good at calling her on her BS, mm. you know, just like staring at her and be like, uh, I know what you're doing. Can you stop? You <laughs> yeah, know, right. because there's only so long you can drag it out where, where it's so clear that she's doing that. And I mean, that's also Mike Schur's writing, but I just liked that scene. It's, it felt very honest of her being like, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I am doing this. It's very yeah. sad. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Sweet. It's what a big decision. Love, career. I mean, people, I guess, make those decisions all the time. Right. And damn Chris for not allowing it to, her, not allowing her to have both. I know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Chris, uh, so Chris uh, speed reads two reasonableist books, uh, and then he engages Herb in a reincarnation discussion, which is amazing. I love how um, Herb states that reincarnation involves becoming a fleshless, chattering skeleton after Zorp burns your flesh off with his volcano mouth, and then there's this great pained look that Rob Lowe gives. Do you remember I didn't this? like that part. I didn't yeah. like, he was loving yeah. it up to then. <laughs> I, love it up to that. I didn't like that yeah. part. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so funny. Because, you know, for someone like Chris who thinks he's going to live forever, because remember there's an episode where he says he heard scientists, you can live to be 120-something. Yeah. He goes, I'm that person. Like, he really believes he can do this. He doesn't want to let the death enter his brain. No, yes. no right. talk about right. that. Right. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. He's terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this where uh, there's the... Um, Cold War action film scene with you 
Jerry and April. Is it where we jump in? Because it's I, on I the bucket this? list. That was the stunt that oh I was talking about. Yeah, it was yeah. the Jim, tell us more about that moment. That was fun. Here's what. Here's how sad my brain is, though. I can't remember. I don't think Pratt did that fall, mm. but I was right there. Like, I was literally right there. And for some reason, I think it was a stunt guy for the actual jump through well, the he's window. He was wearing a helmet, so it would have been easy to be a stunt guy. wearing a helmet, super easy to cover. Though it does seem like Pratt would have been like, please that's let me do I, that. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, because I would have been like that. With like, a, come like on, a candy glass, you know. Total yeah. candy glass. It shattered everywhere. Yeah. There were no shards. Yeah. Um, I'm th- yeah. I, I, you I, did I, your stunt, right? And then I did my stunt, which pretty much was... Was it a stunt double or was it you? (laughs) Oh, it was me, baby. Oh, great. It It was was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was me. All I had to do, I flew backward. It was a really good (laughs) fall. That's not, listen, I'm telling you, falling is one of the hardest things to do naturally. Thank you. It's very good. You should should follow me all day long. I do it all day. Yeah, I'm like a king. No, I love stuff like that. And again, and you know how protected that padding was super padded. Like I, well, yeah, and it was part of the show that there was padding, and you had like a head padding as well. Yeah, everything was padded. Yeah, I couldn't have got hurt if I tried. Right. It's not like we had to hide something under. Yeah, Yeah. you had you had like a mattress around you, kind of basically. Yeah, yeah. but I love. It was super fun. Yeah, really fun. But that was such um, a great. I just uh, one of my moments, and I'll. I guess I can say it now because remember I warned you guys there were two moments. The one is still coming up, but one of them was when they're on their trip. Andy decides he's going to take a twelve-hour nap. Nap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While she's driving the car, and he just puts his head back, and they just cut into April, and she looks at him mm. with a love that. I'm sorry. It just hit me. Oh, it hit me. Sweet. It hit me. It hit me. And because I'm the guy You're who softy. physically cried as an actor at the wedding of those two people <laughs> because mm-hmm. it was yeah. so like, yes. Yeah, so yeah. You would normally yeah. tell people like this, don't get married. What are you doing? You're not. No, you two. Yes. Get married. <laughs> You're both off your rockers in a wonderful way. And this works. And mm. I remember when Aubrey... April, whatever, was walking down. I was like, mm. "Wow, this one's getting me." I, I just anyway. So her look to him Aww. just just got me. Just totally That's got me. Sweet. You're also a very uh, close cast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys were very bonded. Yes, still we have a this Parks uh, family text thing we call it. Where so we're constantly yeah. texting back and forth, and yeah, yeah. So it really was. So there's some. Yeah. It's so hard to also, probably, yeah, there's some like you know some familialness, right? Yeah. Definitely. About seeing like this person that you also like, and then they're doing this great thing, and the chemistry and these characters are so good together, and yeah, yeah, it's really special. I agree. Very sweet. I agree. But anyway, that's one of the two. Now you're mm-hmm. on the edge of your seats. What's mm-hmm. the second one? What got mm-hmm. him worked up? And is it what Natalie thinks it is? Oh, mm, maybe that's right. We'll see. That's right. Maybe we'll, we'll see. see. Let's keep going with this. Okay, then. let's go. April and Andy have completed Andy's bucket list, except for one thing, and that requires them to steal April's father's car and drive 30 hours visiting the Grand Canyon. Tom feels something is missing at his party, despite how much fun the guests are having, and later is pleasantly surprised to see his ex-girlfriend Lucy, our friend Natalie Morales, show up. Who John Ruffio invited for himself. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. John Ruffio invited her, though he actually wanted to hook up with her. Yes. Um... Leslie admits to Ron that if the world was going to end, she would want to be with Ben. Ron reminds her that she has to accept that she chose her political career over Ben. 
so, okay. So we're here. Lucy is here. Lucy's in our episode. Yay. Tom perks right up when he sees her. Um, I will say just for, I always loved Lucy and Tom together. Thanks. Um, Me too. You know, I like that Lucy got Tom, but also called Tom out on his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of kept him on his toes. I also thought that, I don't know, I think that he made Lucy's character interesting. And like, I think she liked to be surprised by all the fun that he would bring. How was it the two, like when you guys, when those two characters got together, how were, how were those well, you scenes know, for you? What's interesting is that I was a huge fan of the show before I was on it. And so when I got the audition for it, I was like, I was like, oh my, how do I get this job? And then I was like, what woman in her right mind would like this man? Go on. <laughs> and so then I was like, I, I have to find <laughs> who this might yeah. be. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> because like, what on earth? <laughs> and when you were auditioning, did you know it was recurring or did you think it was a one and done? Or I knew it was, I think, two at least two episodes right. or, th- or three, something like that. I didn't know yeah. if it would be brought back for more. And yeah. uh, listeners of this podcast, um, we're not going to tell you if it's more yeah, than That's right. That's right. Stay tuned. Some um, of you don't know what's coming and we're not yeah. going to tell you. Yeah. And so what I did, little known fact, what I did when I auditioned is I, I, I did all my lines in an Aziz impression because I thought the only person who would like him is someone who's exactly like him. That's so funny. Really? And so I was oh like, I was like, hello. Hey. 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 Oh my God. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I literally did all my lines like really? that. Yes. And then I got the job and they were like, you were so great. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that instinct you had. That instinct you had got it. you the job, yeah, yeah, but don't yeah. do not do that. Wow. And so then I I basically um, had the same attitude, mm. but but without <laughs> without the, the uh, voice. without the full impression <laughs> of him. And mm. and I and I was like, this is I, I think this is just somebody who um, who likes the ambition and the surprise and the and the like. This is a small town and there's not anybody like Tom in this town, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so I think that like that was what was connecting mm-hmm. for them too and what kind of kept bringing them back yeah. together. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I really I mean it was it's honestly like it like I said it was it was my favorite show before I was on it and I I it was a dream of a lifetime to be on it. And, and like, oh, it's still, that. it still is. It's like, yeah. I, 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 I walked on the street and people were like, Lucy! And, <laughs> and I, and I love it so much. And I, and I just really, it makes me so, it, it's like a, one of the proudest moments of mm. my life and oh of God, my career. Yeah. Is that? It really, well, it Jim, truly is. Jim yeah. walks down the street. No one pays oh, wait, for damn call attention. The cops, no, I, call the cops. I'm Jerry, Gary, Terry, Larry. Yeah, I've says. always wondered if people were a little mean to you in the spirit of Jerry or, or Gary. Oh. I will say yeah. it's just the opposite. Really? Oh. I, I, it's almost, if they only knew me. I mean, like, they're so nice to me. If they and, only and knew no, me. If they only knew, like, because they think I'm Jerry. Yeah. And yeah. they're pretty yeah. generally pretty kind to me, I will say. Yeah. yeah. But I love that you love the, love the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I've been on shows where you're guesting, for example. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of the outsider. You're the, you're guesting. And no one gives you a hello, goodbye, good morning. It, like, it parks if you hadn't been on that, if we hadn't met you yet, everyone's going to come up to you. Yeah, everyone was you. so sweet. It was just that, and not that anyone told us to do it. It was just called kindness. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Amy set a tone that was love and laughter. Yeah. Like during, and Mike set a tone with, you know, totally at the top of the rung with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. writers and everything. 
So yeah, I love when people say that because it was it was truly amazing, and and I felt as a guest star also you 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 sometimes don't get to like people just want you to do one thing and they don't let you play or do anything different or so. And Mike's very open to mm. and respectful of artists yes. and people doing doing their stuff. So I, I felt very empowered on that show. And also we we have it. We talked about him at the beginning of this, but Dean Holland, who directed this episode, who was a longtime editor on Parks and who. Um, is a brilliant director, mm. is so great. He's such a great director and he's such a great person. And um, we became friends mm. doing this show. And, and like, I just, I just, I just remember, like I, when I was watching mm. this episode this morning, I was thinking about Dean doing this episode and it was just, he's, he's the best. It was just such a yes. wonderful experience. And yeah. also like, you know, I think most shows, especially shows that go on this long, um, have an intimate relationship with their crew and their and their cameramen. And this show, I think everyone was so happy to be on it that mm. it was like a little even deeper than that. And especially with the with the whole camera t team, which was like almost part of the show yeah, because it's, yeah. it's yes. this like, you know, documentary style thing where people yeah. are just like in there with you and trying and working with the actors specifically to get looks and reactions and, and things like that. So it... I still see people from the crew around. And like you said, it's been 12 years and, and I'm so like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's very, it's very exciting. And that's not something you often get as a guest star on something. Well, Should I tear up on that? I yeah, sure. Is that, yeah. is that I your could. third one? I just that, might. Are you going to add one now? I just might. But I actually, I do have it written down. When you, so when you, when, can we jump to the, when so, Lucy comes in? Yeah, of course. We've been on And Tom sees you. Mm-hmm. One of my emotional moments. I have really? Written down here. Oh, really? Oh. So I did not remember the Jean Ralphio. <laughs> that line. So I was yeah, taking yeah. it as this beautiful moment. You're coming in. He's seeing you and the look and like, wow. And then, of course, he blew up my moment. Yeah, yeah. Because I really course. was getting like, oh, this is so sweet. This well, that's is the so Mike Sure thing, right? Is like, yeah, is, a, is build you up and, and then and then be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little fart noise here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got me because I was in 100%. Yeah. Like, this is a great moment. And it still was a great moment. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so when he said. So is that one of your other moments? That so was my, like, those are my wow. two moments. Oh, that wasn't what I thought you were going to oh, say. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Which one? Have we gotten to what you thought it was? No, no, but I can say it when we do. Please, please. Oh, yeah, I want to know. Um, yeah, no, the, I, I love doing that. I think we actually, if I'm remembering correctly, I think we actually did shoot all night in that warehouse mm -hmm. space. I think it was an overnight shoot. And I think what happens at the end of the party at dawn was actually really? at dawn. Yeah. Oh. And, and it, I hadn't been on the show in a while. So it was really exciting to get that call mm. that I was like coming back Yay. to this. Yeah. So it was, it was very cute. Yeah. I think the other thing about Dean directing was he he knew us all so well. And mm. because he was a director, their brains are different. Mm -hmm. They don't, when they're shooting. Oh, you mean an editor? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he was an yeah. editor. Yes. He did The Office, then he did yes. us, and then he turned out to be a director. But their brains are different. They're yeah. they're doing things in yeah. their head, and they're I think yeah, they're yeah. saving all sorts of time because they don't need. He knows what. Yes. That's, we're not going to use that. We're not going to use that. But also, Dean, who would go on to direct, I think about twenty five episodes of yes. the series. Oh yes. yeah, and, and every single like the the blooper reels that happened at the end at the at the rap parties. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Did he yes. piece them together? All of them. Oh, yes. I didn't know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And they're like. Uh, 15 minutes they're long yeah, and, then, yeah. and they're in the style of an episode. <laughs> they were yeah, a joy. Yeah. Yes, See, they were a You joy. wanted to yes. do the rap party for, for the, the Yes, blooper. specifically for, for the yes, blooper reel. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Dean is like, Dean is the best of both worlds. Dean's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, love Dean. Yeah. <laughs> he and, I, ended, I hope he listens to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up recurring <laughs> on this show called Bless This Mess after Parks. 
and he directed a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. And it's just, there's nothing more comforting when you're like, Your yay, friend, you're like, yeah, it's going to be a good week. Yeah, we got yeah, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump back into our synopsis. We have so yes. much. This story is is full, and we still have more because, as expected, the world does not end. Whoopsie, who knew? Uh, Entertainment's 720s party is a huge success, and Tom's congratulated by Lucy the next morning. Leslie apologizes to Ben and lets him know that she is fine with him dating again. And Andy and April arrive at the Grand Canyon and are amazed, but Andy, as we talked about, realizes he was actually wanting to visit Mount Rushmore. Uh, Okay, so there's this very special moment, right, with Andy and April at the Grand Canyon. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's it's the most earnest I've ever seen the April character be and and Andy. And then when they look at it, it's it's very emotional. She can't even come up with something negative. She's like, I have nothing. You know, I, I think... I don't. I think it was one of their first times at the Grand Canyon. One of those actors, either Chris or Aubrey's mm. first time seeing it. I recently went to it for the first time too, and I've lived in LA my whole life, and I've only been a what eight hour drive from the Grand Canyon, and I've never seen it. And it is one of those things that you, it's wild. No picture does or this, video. Not nothing. You, yeah, I've never been. Oh my it's, God, Jim, you must, been? you must. There's a reason it is on a lot of bucket lists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even before we called them bucket lists, because it is one of the great things you, one can see in their lifetime. You know what blew my mind about being there? It's going to sound really stupid, but it's a hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like. No, it doesn't like, go up. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you have to go up to then look at some at a canyon, but no, it, you're, you're driving and then you park and then you look and then you walk and then you look and it's. It's you're looking at the craziest thing you've ever seen that goes on for the the most miles you've ever seen. Yes. And it's and it's just a drop straight down and you, your brain cannot comprehend it. It's truly one of the most amazing things you'll ever see. I will do it. You I should. Promise. You really should. No, I want to. Not more than ever. Well, what's wild, but I remember uh, reading about it after going to see it. I wanted to read more about this this place and that there's this thing where some people have been compelled to throw themselves into the canyon like people were like vertigo no people who are not suicidal right but isn't that is, is that, that the theme of vertigo what, like that you like I went have, like, not, that's not, not what vertigo. vertigo is as far as i know because yeah. i've had vertigo and it just makes me dizzy mm. me too. but the movie vertigo is mm. that like you can't be like near an open window or yeah well, it's just like, just yeah, like, like, yeah yeah yes yeah. Yeah. there are people like i've been compelled by the canyon to kill myself to mm-hmm. jump into the canyon and they know this because of the people who did it but then like at that last moment, they grabbed onto the ledge and someone saved them. They're like, I am not the person who's ever even thought about suicide. Wow. I've not contemplated. I've just felt like I was being pulled in. That is the power of this of massive, this beautiful hole in the ground. Wow. I didn't feel that, Jim. Don't be scared. No, okay. Just, no, you're no. still with us. Yeah, I didn't feel that. You didn't that. feel just, it. You didn't do it. But you know what's funny is that you must have another plan when you get there or like maybe do a tour or have another plan around there because it is the kind of thing where you go and you're like, oh my God, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Let's get lunch somewhere. Yes. Like you're like, because yeah. once you see it, you're yes. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. But Did there you are take tours. No, no. Stuff or I would, I would, one could. One you, could. You can, yeah, no, you can do that. I did. I, I drove there like a day that I was in Vegas or something, and someone was like, "Let's stop at the Grand Canyon," yeah. and I said, "Yeah." So we, we literally only had half an hour to see it, which is the kind of thing you can do. Yeah. Well, not to have my own humble brag. Oh boy. But this trip on the show would inspire a series of digital shorts that aired on NBC.com. Just a nice I remember this. 
of Andy and April's Road Trip written by myself and fellow writer assistant David Phillips. There you go. And it, there were like four or five episodes and it was just about the drive out there and different comedies. I remember that. And then it ended in this thing. So thank you to NBC.com. And so you guys shot that separately or like? That was, so they, we took a skeleton crew as like Dean and a few people and, and Chris uh, and Aubrey drove out there and, and shot these things along the way. I think some, whatever car company sponsored it. So we had to have certain things with the car. Oh, yeah, they actually did drive. They actually they didn't did. fly to. No, we drove uh, out I there. I remember that now, yeah. Um, Not during this episode, but like after it? No, for this episode. Oh, wow. Sorry. For the scene, they're like, well, why don't we do a digital short or a series of shorts along the way? So we shot these four or five things along the way to the Grand Canyon that Chris and Aubrey and team actually drove out there to shoot the specific scene that we're talking about. Wow. Um, Well, one last thing to talk about in this episode, for me at least, which is the credit scene. It's a classic. It's her adjusting his end of the world prediction so he can go to a free ice cream event, as we talked about. But I want to bring it up because we can briefly see Leslie's monthly calendar on her computer Mm. in the scene. And she has a recurring event, Clean My Desk, (laughs) scheduled for every other Sunday which I love. So this was not written by an actor. This is not a writer. This is props being like, one would be funny. The fact that she comes in on Sundays to clean. I think it's just Doesn't surprise me at all. Um, The one thing though, I do want to get to because we didn't- I'm calling it Jim's crap. It's it's the crap we didn't get to, but we're going to call it Jim's crap. I do have a crap list. But one thing I want to get to that, because we didn't really wrap up the um, Leslie Ben situation. So sorry. So another moment that kind of got me, and this was strictly because of Adam Scott's acting. So they're at the door. She's let it be known that she's trying to find out if if Sean has slept over. You know, she wants to know whatever. But she says to him before that little bit, um, it was all, she says to him, it was only just now that I realized the romantic part of the relationship is over. And the look on Ben's face. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, check that out, you guys. Mm. It's a moment. Mm-hmm. It's an actor moment that told his story of, wow, as much as he knew this was her the case. It, yeah. Her saying it out loud, even though she's pursuing him and, and, and trying to screw up his whatever potential love life. I don't know, that moment. But they didn't actually go to the party, right? No, no neither no, one went to no. the party. That's, yeah, so, so, that's a good so, point. So either we don't know what happened or mm. they didn't hang out at all. That's a great point. You mean with Shauna? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We didn't see her at the party either. I don't think so, no. No, that's something. Leslie and Ben don't go to the party. That is the storyline, the main, one of the big storylines in the episode, right? They don't show up there. Am I right, but, uh, but they do not ben show up. Ben and Shauna either. Ben and Shauna either, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, they don't. Yeah. It is sweet. You're right, Jim. That, that. But you got to really check out that moment where he it connects to him. This is over, and it's heartbreaking. Just- yeah, and then and then and then Leslie going like, you know, I'm sorry that I did all this, and please, you know, if if she slept over, please give her my regards. And then just have this moment of like, mm, yep, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing. You're very you clever. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now we should ask final thoughts on the episode. What are your final? What's the takeaway? What are What's one last thing? Final thoughts on the episode. Yeah. I mean, I just love it. I, I Listen, as a viewer, I hope Lucy comes back. She's one of my favorite characters. Um, <laughs> I feel like... Us too. We yeah, I feel we like agree. I feel like there's a lot more to see there. Yeah, yeah. I feel well, like it'd be nice to see her. It would be nice to see her again. Un, yes. You know, it's an unanswered question. I as hope to, we get to see her again. Who, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Have, no, no, no. Maybe it's going to be Shauna for a little bit again. Who knows? Who knows? She likes city employees. Um, yeah. As we know, Shauna gets around. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I mean, my final thoughts are just that this is uh, not only this podcast, but this show is one of the great joys of my life. And, and, I, and I really- <laughs> And now the podcast. And yeah. now the podcast. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm just, I'm so happy Thank to- you. Oh my God. Yay. Who's our MVP? Who's our episode MVP? Who's our wow. most valuable Connie in this one? Listen, just, I, I'm going to say Jerry. I thought, <laughs> I really am. I, I, I just like I it. love this woman. I like that he's always game for Andy and April's weird stuff. And he's like, I got to go home. Gail's making dinner. Can we be done playing your thing? But he's there and he's doing it. And he's yeah. doing his stunts. Oh. Full on Jerry doing the stunts. Mm. I think it's Jerry. Oh, oh wow. Well, that changed my answer. Yeah. <laughs> what was Jerry going to be? Well, Jerry? It doesn't matter. It's Jerry now. No, yeah. yeah. I'll go with Zorp then just to screw with hell? you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Natalie. Yes. What a joy to have you. Thank like, you. Like amazing. Thank you. It was amazing. a joy to be here. Um, we should mention, we have to mention, we need to mention because it's very important. You can see Natalie mm. in the new Sony comedy, No Hard Feelings. Yes. Uh, it says starring Jennifer Lawrence, also starring Natalie Morales. Yes. In theaters, June 23rd, 2023. That's true. The trailer oh is out now. Yes. Which yeah. is Parks related because Chris Pratt has done a movie with Jennifer Lawrence. So it's all <laughs> connected, people. It's all connected. It's like, sure. a, it's like a new, you know, uh, what, I mean, it's Parks related because I'm in it. That's what well, I was about. Yeah. It's all Parks. Yes, like the whole yes, thing is yes. Parks. Yes. yes. Um, Thank you, Natalie, for being here Thank with you for us. Having me. What a what a treat. Oh my God. This time flew by. Like yes. I feel like this has been 10 minutes. And you're probably thinking, get me the hell out of here. Thank you all yes. for listening. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank this episode to your group chat. Start a group chat. If you don't have a group chat, make friends. If you don't have any, I'm worried about you. Five star review wherever you're listening. Even Thank if you. you hate it. Thank you to our engineer Joe, to producer Sean. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Sean. Jim, always a treat to be here with I you. I know it is for you. Goodbye Goodbye. from Connie. <laughs>